Hello and welcome back to another episode of After Taps, the podcast with uh, your hosts Eric Marshall and Tim Flanagan. Um, this is season two, episode one. I'm really excited to go ahead and start this podcast up again. It's something I've been looking forward to for a while. Um, I'm your main host, Eric Marshall. Tim, go ahead. Yeah, hey guys, what's up? Uh, excited to be back. Co-host Tim Flanagan here. You know, just been been waiting to start this back up with Rick. See how he's been, how he's been doing. You know, and just uh, get it going again. Absolutely, Tim. I mean, we we spend some some time apart from each other. It's been quite a while, but I have been fortunate enough to uh, travel back to school and see you here and there. So that's real nice. But uh, it's going to be a really good season two. I look forward to everything. We've got some big things planned. So I don't know if. Uh, you have anything else to say there on the intro? No, yeah, you know, I've seen you maybe like one or two times, been a good job, a good, good time, but we haven't really been able to sit down and talk too much. And I really just kind of want to know, like, you know what you're up to this summer, starting you off at West Point, you know, it's just, I feel like we should just get right into it. You know, I think everyone wants to you know a little sneak peek. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you as much as I can tell you, you know, <laughs> uh, that secret clearance stuff. But uh, before we get into that, um, I want to know what your summer was like because uh, you you were senior summer before going into your senior year. I mean, it's kind of like the last hoorah before you graduate and go into college. So what, what did you spend your summer doing? Did you have uh, any big plans or anything fun that you'd like to talk about? No, nah, I don't know. I didn't really do too much over the summer. You know, played a lot of baseball, really committed myself to, uh, you know, just, just getting better over the summer. I uh, – uh, I don't know if we talked about it at all last year. You know, I, I talked to some college coaches, uh, you know, over the summer and uh, took a trip out to Merchant Marine Academy, you know, out in Kings Point, decided to commit. So, you know, really excited to spend my next four years there. But really over the summer, I just kind of, you know, hung out, with, hung out with my friends back home, really just kind of just took in the times, you know. You know, just, you know life, life is short, you know, make the best of every day you got. So I didn't really do too much anything exciting. Played a lot of baseball, had a lot of friends. That was a uh, that was the majority of my summer, to be honest. Tim, you're being kind of humble there. You're not. Uh, you just kind of barely floated over the fact that uh, you committed to play baseball. I just want to give you a huge shout out. That's unbelievable. I mean, the past couple of years, I got to not play on the same team, but kind of train with you, and just the progress you've made and where you where I start started with you and where you've come is absolutely unbelievable. I'm so proud of you. Very happy to see you chose the uh, the life of service as well, which is awesome. And we're glad to have you here in the academies. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time serving serving our country and having you play baseball and doing all that good stuff, man. So I just want to say congratulations on that. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Super excited. You know, being a part of the, the brotherhood that is that is service academies, and then in the future, just overall service. And uh, you know, I I really appreciate the time I, I spent with you. You kind of mentor, to be honest, big brother here at Culver, and uh, just just really thankful for all the time I had with you here. And hopefully, we continue sometime down the road. You know. Absolutely. I mean, look where we are now. We're, we're co-hosts on a podcast that's. Uh, <laughs> Two separate schools, you know? I right, mean, right. You got to start somewhere. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everything else that you got to do, that's exactly what you should have done. That's how That's how you need to spend your last high school summer before school starts because, you know, once you get into it, it's going to be a lot, a lot more difficult to get that free time. And 
I can speak from experience. I mean, I think we graduated what June sixth from Culver, and I shipped off to uh, start my cadet basic training, or other known as Beast, here at West Point, uh, June twenty eighth. So it was a short turnaround, but right. uh, I got a lot done in that time. Yeah, man, no doubt. You know, I, it's going to be a little bit different for me. You know, Merchant Marine Academy, Kings Point. It's only a uh, we report around uh, a week after Fourth of July, sometime in that week. So you know, I'm gonna have a little bit longer. But yeah, it's it's as soon as I get into it, it's gonna be a run. It's gonna be a whole marathon, and it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. But I'm sure it's gonna be grueling and stressful. And uh, you know, just gotta start preparing for it. You know, and uh, spend the rest of the time I have out here with uh, the people I love the most. You know, absolutely. You, you said it best. Um, my one word of advice, though, would be. Start running, man. That's that's all. We do. You do a lot of running. You're gonna do a lot of running, right. and uh, that's something I wish people from all the academies would have told me a little bit more. Was hey, you're gonna do a lot of running, but uh, it, it's good for you. So, and I and I know you'll you'll be fine, especially seeing your work ethic, especially on the baseball field and in the gym, always trying to get better. So, you're definitely not gonna have any problems there. So, right, no doubt. So, uh, you know, you, you bring up this uh, running, doing a lot of running, and uh, you're reporting. You, I mean, I know you're technically not allowed to tell us uh, a lot of what you what you did, but uh, I mean, if you want to share a little bit about, you know, what, what Beast was like and, you know, stuff like that. I don't want to get you in any trouble for, you know, maybe sharing a little too much, but what, what you can give us, I'm sure everyone would love to hear about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can do that. Uh, I mean – just want to first off say it was an absolute blast. Um, a lot of people hear different things where some cadets, they uh, finish their summer training and they're like, oh, that was terrible. And some finish and say, that was awesome. And I fall into the category where I absolutely fell in love with the Army. Uh, so I, like I said, I, I reported on our day, June 28th, I believe was the date. I might be off by a day or two, but with COVID, it was a three-day rolling our day so it's kind of different than what uh you normally expect but i must say that first day that initial shock was something that i was not anticipating at all you know i graduated from culver i was like oh this is going to be kind of a breeze i can uh kind of get away with some of the things that i already know but uh I, i'm not gonna lie to you it wasn't quite like that First day, I'm standing there, and they're uh, telling us to stand up, pray, rest, and attention, and all these things I already know. But when I start to address the upper class, I'm going back to my my roots. I'm, sir, yes, sir. You know, Tim, you and I have been yeah, you could yeah. have brothers at Culver. Had to talk about the sir sandwiches, you know. No doubt. And uh, that was something that was completely different here at West Point. We don't use the sir sir sandwiches or the sergeant sandwiches. So that was something I had to quickly removed from my vocabulary which was a little bit more difficult than i anticipated yeah i bet so that's kind of that was kind of the, the challenges i mean our day first day or day zero i guess we called it we you arrive on campus say goodbyes to your uh, your parents or your loved ones whoever came out here with you and you get you get on the bus and you kind of ship up to ike hall where they give you the, your, your last speech as a civilian and Say, if you want to continue, go ahead and walk through the door. And everybody gets up, grabs their bags, and 
start shuffling out, and that's when uh, that's when everything hits the fan. You start getting yelled at, and you're starting to you're getting you told to move faster, start running, don't talk when you're not talked to. Everything kind of just happens all at once, and that kind of was an initial shock for me. But I was able to handle it really well, which was nice having that culvert training. You know, we go through boards and all the other stuff, which was a total, total help when it came to our day. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. I mean, got to meet new people when standing in line. You know, Cadre walks by and you kind of whisper to the guy in front of you when they're not, when they're not looking. You know, we got to have a little bit of fun here and there. Right. And uh, I got to say, though, one of my favorite parts of day zero or our day was getting my head shaved. You know, a lot of people that they are like, oh, I don't want to lose my hair. But you sit down in that chair and they, they they cut it all off and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, what have I done? You know, that's when it that's when it sets in. You're like, it's it's time to go. So you're, you're bought in at that point. There's no there's no turning back because, I mean, you don't want to go back home. You look like an absolute fool. You got no hair. So you're like, eh, you're there. Right. And then, I, I mean, it's kind of symbolic too, you know, you shave your head off, it, it kind of marks a new beginning, you know, it, there's a completely different life, you know, years zero to 18 versus your four years or, and, and four plus, however long you're going to serve in, in the actual service, it, it just marks a new be- beginning, I feel like, and it's, it's just kind of something special too. Uh, one other thing is, you know, uniforms. So, uh, Talk to me about that. When did you get those on on day zero, or did you get to wait a little bit? Yeah, no. I just want to address that what you said there. That was probably the better than I would have ever said. They're talking about new beginnings. That was that was kind of what I had in mind too, which was good because you're not wrong. You know, it's a new chapter. High school was a was a breeze, was a blast, but now you know life starts. So it's time to move to the future and uh, kind of start that new chapter. But, uh, yeah, uniforms. So that was interesting, actually. Um, you're waiting in line. You're standing in, in the, the hall, you know, getting yelled at. You're standing at parade rest, attention, parade rest, moving. And this whole time, by the way, I didn't mention this, but you're uh, studying knowledge. So they give you – the first thing they give you is the honor code. And you gotta you got to memorize that. So anytime anybody asks you, you got to say it. And then – Later on, we were given a new cadet handbook, which is commonly referred to as the bugle notes. But uh, going back to the uniform, so we're standing in line, and they give you a big green bag called a flight bag. And they, uh, they're they just like, hold on to this. And then they measure your body. So you get these measurements, and they staple a sheet that has your measurements onto your shirt. And now you're walking down the line, and they, the people, you don't even talk. You're not allowed to talk at this time. And the people that are there are like, oh, let me see your tag. You show them the tag, and they just start tossing stuff into your bag. Any issued gear that you're supposed to have, boom, you're just tossing your bag. You're walking down. You see a lady or a man ha- having a shirt, socks, underwear, anything you need, boom, in the bag. You don't get to pick out the fancy stuff. You get the issued army gear, which I personally like a lot. It's good quality stuff. And uh, you go through the line, and once you're done, you just kind of stand again. But what we were issued on our day were our PTs, so the Army PT shirt and shorts. 
We got some undershirts, some socks and underwear. And uh, I got to say, the underwear aren't any Hanes boxers. They're the old tidy whities so <laughs> the old stuff, but just like they gave the cadets back in the day. So got to appreciate that. Let me know. Are, are you required to wear those at all times? <laughs> no, no. Actually, we're not. Uh, they're, they're used for other things nowadays. You know, shine your shoes with them, uh, right. clean your rifle, stuff like that, you know, better right. purpose than uh, wearing. So <laughs> got to put them to use somehow. You know, Army's going to pay for them. you got to find a way to use them, huh? Exactly. Rather than having them sit in a drawer, put them to use. It's like an old rag. Exactly. So, but so that, that was that was all of our uh, the first day stuff. So we instantly changed into our PTs, and that was what we got to wear around. And we also had to wear the uh, the old low-quarter low shoes, so the old boots we got to wear nice and shine, brand new with uh, PT shorts and shirts. So it looked kind of like a fool, but, you know, that's what they did back in the day and they continue to do it today. So yeah, I don't know. I appreciate the culture. Right. I mean, you know, talking about looking like a fool wearing that outfit, I think I've seen quite a few uh, new cadets here rocking that same outfit, you know, (laughs) walking through the hallway, having to wear shorts, shoes, and a a shirt, you know, kids just throw them whatever they got and they walk in the hallway like that, just not getting in trouble. So Talk about looking like a fool. I've seen it a couple couple of times. Absolutely. I I remember those days. You look out in the hallway and, you know, you're walking to the shower or something and one of the poor new cadets walks out and they're wearing just the complete wrong uniform with, with their uh, black shoes, you know, and they've got, what was it, Reg Rec A on with Fatigue C or something. And it's Name tag on the side and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's – you know, uh, one thing that I noticed this year, I mean, it, it's just part of, like, the uniform stuff. Kids just did not know how to put on their brass for the longest time. I've seen – I saw cross cannons angled completely wrong way, stuff like that. I just – it was like, you know, you I, I help them, you know, because, you, you know, you just got to. But, like, at some point, it's just, wow, these, these kids can't learn this. I can only imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, right. So, Tim, like, would, you, would you say that's uh... – the problem with that would have been the, I don't want to say lack of leadership, but the lack of attention to detail from the leaders there. I mean, all the all the younger guys are now becoming team leaders. So the guys that uh, were new cadets last year, they were now supposed to teach those new cadets. Do you think that it was just lack of attention to detail there, or is it just blatant non-listening how would you describe that if they're just putting on the uniforms wrong i mean if you can be honest man, what if the senior senior officers have to uh spot correct them yeah i think it's a it's a mix of both to be honest you know because it's time consuming you know first make ops first you know they, they gotta do, do a lot of work with the new cadets and then the team leaders are there to help and you know when they're in those inspections a lot of people have two separate uniforms inspection uniforms and daily uniforms and they just don't i feel like almost the new guys just don't care enough. It's kind of just a disregard, I feel like. And, and I don't want to speak on behalf of all the new cats because we, we have some really good ones, but there's also some that just, you know, just kind of blow it all to the side. But I'd say it's, it's kind of a mix of both from, you know, lack of attention to detail from up top and just blatant disregard by the new cadets. And, uh, I mean, some of them I can't really blame. You know, they're here for different things. But, you know, I, I feel like it, everyone's got to put in a minimal effort. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. It's just it's just something I feel like 
Culver's culture is kind of changing away from kind of the military side. You know, I feel like my honest prediction is in within probably 15 years, they probably might do away with the military system, which I, I kind of find unfortunate, but you know, it's times are changing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I do. I, I kind of got the same feel last year. I mean, every year you kind of notice less and less military, but it's going to be interesting to see if that's the way that they go. I mean, both you and I, while we were there, it was, or while I was there and while you're still there, there was a, a large military aspect. I think that contributed a lot to the growth of character and the growth of discipline. I mean, nothing nothing describes discipline more than waking up at 5 a.m. and going out and doing doing a four-gun practice, you know? So when they change that, it's going to be interesting. But I'm here for it. So I'd like to see how what direction they go in and what the new model is in the future. Right. You know, there's there's a lot of culture here, 128 years of, of Cobra Military Academy. And, and, and we know me and you combine at our time here will only be five years of that. So, but like, you know, and it's, it's just it's just something interesting to, to talk about it. It's maybe it'll never happen. Maybe it will. Who knows? But, you know, over my three years here, I feel like we've progressively done like less and less GIs. I feel like we're getting inspected less, you know, and I, and I, I think Colonel Squires is a great leader. I don't think it's any like shot against him, for example, but like, you know, I think it's just the way that things are going and, and who knows, you know, I agree. Nothing, nothing builds discipline like waking up at 5am to go driving a cold ass truck in the morning. But you know, it's uh it's, it's all part of the, just the life of being here. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier too. It's like, people go for different reasons like a lot of kids go to play hockey or lacrosse or basketball or football you know and then some kids go for the academic benefits but ultimately it's like you kind of got to encompass both i mean current like you said colonel squires is great he endorses getting after it academically spiritually and physically so i kind of see i mean using the army model it's almost the same so if these kids just kind of start to embrace it and do what they're learning, I think that the military model can stay with some changes, but there will always be a political kind of de- sense of degree of change with that too. So as the times change, things will change, but there's nothing really we can do about it now. Maybe 15 years down the road we have some influence, but I guess from for now we can just kind of be spectators to it. Right. I agree 100% on that. That's That's a great take on it, to be honest. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. But Tim, I I was just looking at, in my room here, and I saw some a uniform that I hadn't I hadn't hit on yet. That kind of just since we're talking about uniform and everything like that, and uh, I just want to tell you the time when I got issued my Army Combat uniform, <laughs> the old ACUs. Oh yeah, it, it was uh, probably a week a week and a half in to uh, Beast, you know, and we'd already been we'd waking up at 4.55 and uh, got our rooms right so that we could be out on the wall formed up at 5 a.m. for a 5 a.m. inspection before going out to do our PT in the morning, which uh, was always a good time. But once we got back, we should know hygiene, so shower, brush your teeth again, get everything ready, have breakfast, and then after that, we loaded up into a bus 
and drove up to I don't it wasn't the uniform department but it was uh like a gear issue station kind of at the north side of campus up by the prep school and it was it was hot I, I gotta say it was probably over 90 had to have been and you know we're still following the disciplines that we'd learned first week and standing at parade rest moving to attention while studying this new cadet handbook so we're going over all that and they called our company and uh, they were ready for us to walk into the building where they're doing the issue point and i tell you it was probably the best day of well one of the best days because it was like christmas your birthday graduation everything combined in one when you get to try on that combat uniform because it gives you that sense of that you've made it you know you're, you're in the army now you get to wear what you've seen all these soldiers growing up wearing and it was just that sense of belonging in, in the program that i gotta say was one of the best days just getting that uniform putting it on for the first time right i, I can i can only imagine i mean that that sort of feeling you know just you, it's kind of like you know uh it's it's a, it's a really trivial comparison because you know culver is not the same thing but it's kind of like walking i would say maybe walking through the gate for matriculation the first time wearing the CMAs and being a part of it or, or maybe something a little different, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say it's very similar because, you know, you get those CMAs and it's like you're kind of accepted. I mean, we have a different thing for that kind of a matriculation acceptance day thing, but you have that sense where you're like, I'm here now, you know, and it's time time to buy in because everybody's fighting for the same thing, which it, it, was, it was awesome. I love to wear it. We wear it uh, three three days a week at school. So Wednesday through Friday, we get to wear it to class. So everybody's wearing the same thing, and it's it's great. Just love the army combat uniform. Yeah, you uh, know, I mean, maybe you can uh, fill me in. What, like, what do you wear on Monday, Tuesdays, and then you bring up class? You know, I don't know if everyone knows this, but it's all the service academies are focused around STEM, so science, technology, engineering, and math. You know, you can maybe tell us a little bit about your classwork and, and what you plan on studying and what you want to do. Yeah, of course. Um, actually, just recently I declared my major, so oh, I'll go ahead and get into that. Yeah, I'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but to start off, I mean, I'll hit, I'll hit the, uh, the uniform for Monday and Tuesday. So we wear what's called the as for class. So, Tim, you know, it's just it's the exact same thing as uh, duty B. So the blue, the dark blue shirt with the uh, wool duty pants, right? You know, and we were right now we're wearing the long sleeve, so they've got a tie. So it's just a simple uniform, kind of looks like a policeman uniform, very clean, very presentable. We wear it with a black jacket, kind of like the fatigue, or wear it with a, a long coat parka, which is really nice. So they're nice uniforms. They're okay, comfortable, comfortability-wise. Not as nice as the ACUs, of course, but uh, definitely look presentable when wearing them, for sure. But uh, now going into classes, so you you mentioned STEM. That uh, is absolutely the case. We will graduate in with a uh, degree in science, so very big on the uh, STEM courses here. And I just finished my first semester where I took majority of my classes were STEM courses. So they included uh, computer science, chemistry, math, 
and then of, we obviously had the inclusion of English history, and then we have to take our Department of Physical Education courses, which was a Fundamentals of Lifetime Fitness and a very fun boxing class. We get to learn to punch each other in the face. So that was a good time. Sure, you cleaned up in that one. <laughs> yeah, get this, Tim. So obviously, you know that uh, Alec Vaccaro joined me is here at West Point. Right. And uh, he's doing his own thing. He's in a separate company. But I actually see him first semester. I get to see him every day. He really? was in every class with me except for one. Yeah, so I was going to – sorry, sorry, sorry. You, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was kind of going to ask about that. I mean, you, you know, you, you join three other COVID people just in your grade. There's – I don't know the number, but there's more that graduated before you going there. It's got to be crazy, you know, running into the people, you know. You guys all shared two of the same experiences, you know, going from Culver to West Point. It's something really significant. I just think it's important to share to people. Yeah, Absolutely. So I was fortunate enough to see Alec every day. And that was huge given, I mean, he was Battery C's unit commander. And when I was, uh, he was also my platoon leader when I was his uh, platoon sergeant. And we drove in the same truck for four guns. So I got to see him a lot at Culver. And then we got here to West Point. He was in the same company that I was in during Beast. So I got to see him almost every day. And it was really nice because you know, when you're going through it, you got a familiar face to uh, to see. So that was really nice. Um, but going back, I was going to say, him and I actually had to fight each other in boxing. So that was something kind of crazy. We were, they announced the names of who was fighting who, and we looked at each other and we were like, no way is this real. Because, you know, we shared so much together. We are like brothers, and then they have us fighting, and it was just – it was weird. But we both did really well. Nobody uh, – nobody – Ended up getting hurt or anything, so it was good. But in regards to the other cadets, so Slade Streeter, he graduated with a, with me in class of uh, 21 from Culver, and Autumn Bumgarner. I get to see them quite a bit. Autumn living in the on the floor above me here in MacArthur Long Barracks, and then Slade actually is on the same club hockey team I am, so... We get to see each other every day at practice and then travel on the road with each other. So very fortunate to kind of see these Culver kids, especially my classmates from high school. It just makes life a lot easier when you have a familiar face to see or somebody that you know really well to go talk to. Yeah, right. That That's something really important to have. I mean, not, not even just when you're under the stress of service academy, but, you know, just, just having those people to go talk to, I think it's really important to kind of highlight there. And I, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, going through those same experiences is something that, that'll only pull you guys closer in, 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 the, in the long run. And uh, so I was kind of trying to do the same thing uh, with uh, Stu, you know, Oscar Stewart, you know, mm-hmm. same, same baseball team. Uh, he, he had an offer from uh, Merchant Marine Academy and I was in his ear almost every day. I was like, yo, come on. Like, you know, you got to come with, you got to do this. You know, I got him really close to uh, talking to the coach and everything. And, uh, he, you know, he was, Top two was between that and Wabash, and things didn't quite work out. You know, he's going to Wabash. He's doing ROTC, though, so uh, props to him for that. You know, and big congratulations for him committing there to play college baseball. It's a big, big accomplishment. But, you know, I was just trying to get a little uh, little help, a little teammate that I already knew going to the same service academy as me. So just a little something funny there. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been that would been a good time, definitely. But uh, like you said, I mean, things don't always go the way we want them to, but – Things are going the way that he 
he chose, which is good for him. So, and huge shout out to you, Stu. I mean, congratulations. That's awesome, dude. I'd love to see you uh, achieving your goals. I mean, when I was training with you guys, uh, I remember Tim was, or Stu was always talking about playing college baseball and seeing him get to that point now. It's it's great. I'm really proud of you, all the boys. Right. Yeah. So, Tim, going back to the academic schedule, we're kind of going up and down here and back and forth, which I'm, I'm loving loving a lot given, you know, this season two, episode one, and we're just getting back into it after over six months of being away. But uh, so, yeah, you asked maybe what I want to study in the future. So this might come as a shock to some people, but I'm sure it's not going to be a shock to most. Uh, I actually declared my major as an uh, American politics major studying political <laughs> yeah. science. So before you even said, I was going to say, "What's well, here at political science?" <laughs> yep. You know, props to you, man. That's that's super exciting. You know, I'm sure you're going to love it too. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited. I just uh, just declared. I think it was last Thursday, and I got. I'm starting to work on my schedule for the next four years, kind of loading up my classes, and it's something that I, I'm really looking forward to. You know, they say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, and you know, I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds right now, you know, military and American politics and everything will line up and work out really well in the future. So kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. It's super exciting, man. Can't wait to, can't wait to see your name on a ballot someday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's the dream, right? Right. That's the dream. Anywhere at, at any level, kind of build your way up. That's right. got to start somewhere. So getting that, uh, that background of knowledge and, Having that degree, you know, it's going to help me a lot in the future and possibly send me to grad school and, you know, kind of the sky's the limit right now. And exactly. that's the way I got to look at it. You know, who knows? I can bring you anywhere. Exactly. So, Tim, you got any more questions about uh, the summer training or my plebe year so far? I mean, there's, there's a lot going on, but, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. So if you've got anything you want to ask about that, or uh, the the floor is yours. No, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a million more questions I could come up with, you know, I, but, you know, we're at 30 minutes right now. We've kind of talked about keeping this one a little shorter. You know, we, we've talked a lot about that. So uh, I think I think we're all good. I know, I know maybe some other people might want to hear some specific questions. If, if they are that interested, they reach out to you probably. I don't know. But uh, Yeah, absolutely. I, no problem. I mean, a lot of the people that a lot of our viewers here and listeners are the younger students that I knew at Culver. So if anybody has any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I, I love talking about it. Um, but before we finish here, I just kind of want to uh, hear your take on your senior year here or there at Culver. I mean, I had kind of a different one because it was the backside of COVID, but you have a different I guess, senior year than what I had. So I kind of want to know your opinion on it, how you've been liking it, you know, just hear about your uh, your year so far. Yeah, you know, uh, in all honesty, COVID's, COVID's still really in effect here. So uh, we, in the beginning of the year, we went about six weeks with uh, masks on indoors, and then we took them off for the time from probably middle of September, maybe late or late September, early October, we were maskless all the way through until about a week before Thanksgiving. Uh, COVID kind of ramped up again on campus. We uh, went back to wearing masks inside. And uh, 
but we're currently we're wearing masks inside. Omicron's hit us pretty hard. We've had a lot of positive tests lately, but you know, I don't I don't really like to talk about COVID all that much. You know, I I, I personally think it's just something that we're gonna have to deal with for probably the rest of our lives. I don't think it's ever gonna go away. Uh, you know, some people might have different different views than I do, but you know, that's just kind of my take on it. But yeah, this this senior year has kind of been something fun. I, I went back to uh, playing football this year. Uh, I took a break off last year from a knee injury, but uh, I played sophomore year. Uh, we, we were pretty successful this year. We had a lot of lacrosse guys come out, and it was it was really fun to meet a lot of new guys. You know, make some new friends through that. Uh, been a cadet officer, um, platoon leader, first make. Uh, now I'm serving as a the unit executive officer, so uh, I'm I'm really excited about my role here that way. Academically, though, you know, it's, it's been pretty stressful, I'm not going to lie. Uh, right now, I have three AP classes and an honor seminar in Spanish. So I've just really been putting my head down and grinding through and uh, just trying to enjoy, you know, the last semester I have left here at Culver. And uh, when we go into that senior spring, just, uh, you know, just make sure that I live all the memories I, I planned on, on doing when I got here sophomore year, just, you know, fulfilling all the things that, uh, I set out to do, you know, that's just kind of my goal at this point, you know? Absolutely. Tim, it sounds like you've got everything going in the right way. Like I said, you're going to be very successful, especially going into uh, Merchant Marine. And I mean, three AP classes, I, I know I, I could have never done that. So definitely applaud you there. And especially with the uh, honor seminar in Spanish. I mean, you got a lot on your plate, but it sounds like you're able to manage it. I mean, especially from our conversations that I've had with you and just applaud you for everything. I'm, I'm glad to see or hear that you're back on the football field. I mean, I remember you were a little bit bummed last year because of your knee injury, but uh, to be able to finish off strong, that's it, huge. So I'm, I'm really proud and really happy to hear everything's going well and definitely, right. definitely utilize everything that Culver's given you and that senior spring will be a movie if you do it right. So just keep your head on straight and keep doing everything the way you're doing it. Thank you, man. You know, I, I appreciate, you know, everything that you were able to do for me last year. This, and, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, I reminisce about, you know, the time we had last year together all the time. You know, it was a whole lot of fun. And and I want to make sure I live up this year just as well, you know, as I had with you last year. You know, I know you had a lot of fun your senior spring. And I want to recreate that in my own way, you know, and, uh I, I actually, I appreciate Culver too, you know, talk about time management, you know, and they do a really good job here of preparing all of us to, uh, you know, handle stuff like having like the strenuous classes and stuff. So that's just something I want to shout out to Culver for, but yeah, you know, really set myself up in a good position to, to continue be, being successful and moving on to the next level, next four years. So something I'm really excited about and I'm really excited to reboot this podcast with you too. Absolutely. That's good for you, man. I'm I'm really happy. I'm really, really excited to see the rest of uh, the rest of your high school career. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got back into podcast. I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I, you and I, we used to listen to a lot last year, and then kind of sparked your idea for this. And then when I went away to school, we kind of were like, oh, are we gonna do it? Are we not? And got back into listening to podcasts myself. I mean, I just listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with. Uh, General HR McMaster and I was like man Tim we got to do it again and so I gave you that call and I was like 
season two, episode one. Let's do it, you know, and so excited that we got to do this. Right, man. Done deal. Anytime, anytime you want to hop on a pod with me, I'm uh, first want to say yes. Promise. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. We got some big things coming. I mean, think about all the opportunities, all the people that we have the chance to talk to and interview and all the things we can talk about. So I think that uh, that's a good place to wrap it up. We had a good, good episode here. I mean, it's uh might be one of our shorter ones, but hey, you gotta start somewhere, right? Right. You know, better better to have something than nothing, you know? Exactly. So to uh all of our old listeners that are joining us here again today, I wanna say thank you for continuing with us as we kind of go through this journey of the not same room podcast. I don't know how to say that better, <laughs> but we uh we're kinda of doing this virtually now and for all the new listeners, I want to say thank you for finding our podcast, and I hope you guys are around to, to hear the, the future episodes and kind of explore our journey. So, Tim, thanks again for joining. I look forward to next episode. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Super excited for uh, the next nine episodes of the season. Sounds good, Tim. Have a great night. All right, you too, man. Take it easy.